Dobson. It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Hey, Ramsey. I'm Heather. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we are completely audio only, even like the podcast itself, but also I can't see you right now. I know. Um, I did get my second haircut of quarantine, and I just, wow. you can probably feel that energy as we're talking. Sure, yeah. Can you feel the energy that I haven't showered today, and my apartment's a thousand degrees, so I'm sitting in a sports bra? <laughs> I. <laughs> That's the energy I'm bringing today. <laughs> uh, I probably would have guessed two out of three of those just from mm-hmm. the sound of your voice. Uh, right. I, I, I would, it would have been rude to say most of those, though, as my guess. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I feel like, Heather, you always bring regular bra energy to our podcast. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, fair. Oh, boy. We are blessed today with a wonderful guest. We have. He's a comedy writer, podcaster. He has an upcoming graphic novel, Bubble, that you can pre-order now. Oh, my goodness. It is Jordan Morris. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm wearing pasties as long as we're checking in. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you know, I can't I can't do my famous burlesque shows, uh, you know, mm. because of COVID, but I'm yeah. still I'm still uh, sticking on the pasties every day and giving them a little twirl. Just to keep then, that ener- energy going. Yes, I should mention the pasties have tassels on them. Uh, when I, I of assumed. Course, of course. <laughs> You put on the pasties, you check the news to see if you can go outside yet. (laughs) Yeah, and it's always no, and so I just Uh. give a forlorn little twirl. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, do a little dance to Hey Big Spender. (laughs) Excellent choice. Yeah, it's the classic burlesque uh, burlesque (laughs) track. Uh, Welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks, yeah, it's good to to be here. Yeah, so I... Well, Ramsey emailed you, but I heard your episode of Bullseye with, uh, about against me. And so I thought that what seemed like a good fit of you listen to the same kind of music that I do in general. Mm-hmm. So that seemed like a good starting point to have you be on the show. But do you want to tell Ramsey what album we're doing today? Yes. Uh, so we are doing, uh, speaking of uh, against me, uh, pro- sure, perhaps, actually. perhaps Gainesville's <laughs> yeah. most uh, most famous band. This is, I guess, Gainesville's other most famous band. <laughs> Gainesville, Florida, correct. of course. A place I've never been, but hope to visit sometime. Yeah. I have uh, been. It's not much to write about. <laughs> oh, yeah? Have you been, did you go for did you go for Fest? They have a big Sh- music festival sure called Fest. Cool. I've always sure wanted did. to go. It's, um... It's fun. The last okay. time, no, it is really fun. It seems but, like it's not fun based on the, no, <laughs> the tone of your voice. It is. It is really fun. Um, I'm in my mid thirties, so the last time I went, I just swam the whole time and floated in the pool while drinking and overhearing bands. And I was hmm. like, oh, I think what I want is just vacation, not to go to a, sh- a concert. So, right. you know, besides, also, besides ahead, the Ramsey. pool, what makes fest different from uh, the Vans show or oh, well, others? <laughs> That it's not a fucking nightmare hellscape. But um, so I would say Fest is more similar to like South by Southwest and where it's like a bunch of different venues in the city are doing shows versus like Mm. a warp tour or some of those like more the touring shows where you're just in a parking lot being cooked to death (laughs) on uh, cement, basically. Um, So it's fun because you just like bop around like town all day going to different venues. Um, and yeah, Less Than Jake is from there. Against Me is from there. Uh, I feel like there's at least a couple others, but those are Maybe definitely- Maybe your, your I, hot water music oh, people yeah. bring up a lot. Yep. That's a famous Gainesville. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it is fun. I just feel like I've maybe aged out of it a little <laughs> by the last <laughs> time I went. Um, I do I do prefer like that kind of festival in South by Southwest. I like those kinds of things versus like, yeah, a warp tour where you're literally just cooking in a, somewhere that doesn't actually have infrastructure for thousands of people to be in that space. But um, so how how big of a less than Jake fan are you? Like, how did you get into them? Uh, yeah, sure. So I, uh, you know, um, speaking of mid 30s, late 30s for me, uh, that's how old I am. Uh, I so my kind of like, you know, Big, I'm in. I'm into music now. Years mm-hmm. were like 1996 through like 2000. That's when I went to high yep. school. So like, and I I lived in Orange County, California. So obviously, like, you know, 
skate punk and ska were like Mm. huge. That was what was, you know, those were like the shows we went to see. That was what was kind of like in everybody's car. So yeah, like, and you know, and, and you know, we had... KROQ, the, you know, kind of modern rock station, and they were kind of starting to play that stuff. So, yeah, like, that was that was my high school experience, and, um, yeah, Less Than Jake was just a huge, you know, uh, band in that, and so, you know, they have a very typical what you think of, a, or at least at this point, they have a very typical kind of what you think of when you think of the ska revival of 1996, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and this album, I think, is very, like, you know, if you wanted to like explain that weird little time in music to somebody, this would be a great album to play. Um, you know, it has kind of all the musical conventions, you know, that you think of when you think of that kind of music. Um, so yeah, so I have really fond memories of it, but, um, kind of like revisited less than Jake a couple months ago because mm-hmm. one of my like quarantine activities is that I've started running. Um, you know, I already have a podcast, so I can't start a podcast. Yeah, too late. <laughs> uh, no interest in sourdough. So, mm-hmm. you know, the only other thing to do was start running. Yep. And I really had a fun time making my running playlist that really yeah. like kept kept me interested in running when, you know, it's not something I thought I would like doing. And yeah, and I like, you know, and I'm like, okay, like high energy, get pumped, feel good. I'm like, "Mm, I better throw some Less Than Jake on there. (laughs) So I went to this album to throw a couple of songs from this album onto the run playlist. And just like looking at their page on Apple Music, I'm like, shit, Less Than Jake is still doing it. They've been like consistently releasing albums, you know. Yeah. Obviously, like, again, this, (laughs) you know, they are part of a, you know, a fad that people associate with the mid 90s that became a joke almost as soon as it, you know, <laughs> almost it became popular and then a joke a few months later, like a punchline. And I feel like though, less than Jake is a band from that period though, that like, I feel like they're in on the joke. Like, I don't yeah. feel like they take themselves very seriously. Yeah. They're definitely, well, here's, here's something I like about them is that they are, they're goofballs. Like if you, you know, Absolutely. I remember the first time seeing them on stage, you know, they have, they had like a guy in an ET mask come out and moon the audience. Maybe not something you do now, but you know. Sure. Uh, so you know they do have. You know when you think of third wave ska band or ska punk band, it's like oh a guy in a Hawaiian shirt and you know somebody in a thrift store suit, and they kind mm-hmm. of have that. But I I would love to posit that Less Than Jake are very good songwriters. Uh, good musicians can write a great hook and that these songs aren't just like, you know, I think you think of like a song about spam or a cover of the gummy bears theme, like that's ska. (laughs) But I mean, I think they really do have like a perspective. They have like themes that they return to. And I, I, you know, just in making this running playlist, I like I like looked into some of their like more recent albums and they like mix up the music a little bit. They have kind of a Van Halen thing that they throw in every now and then, huh. which like it sounds fucking terrible. I know, but it works. It totally works. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm, I was like really impressed. And I think their like songwriting has gotten gotten even better. I think they, you know, can 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 really can paint a picture, dredge up a, an emotion. Uh, and I was just like really impressed with them and how like it didn't make me embarrassed for what a goofball I was in high school. You know, I'm <laughs> like, this is pretty good. This can like, you know, stand next to, you know, punk music that people, you know, regard as credible, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just been like fun to kind of like catch up with them and, you know, see what they've been doing and also, you know, to 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 hear this album, which, you know, I think is is probably not their best album, but definitely like the one that, you know, hit me right in the teens. Hmm. Yeah. So. It's it's funny. So I feel like my history with them is somewhat similar, just slightly shifted because Borders and Boundaries is my less than Jake album, which for context, Oof, Ramsey is Borders and Boundaries. Borders and Boundaries is, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be actually guy, but I think Hello Rock View is between this oh. and Borders and Boundaries. Oh, wait, I could is, be oh, wrong. No, you're totally right. No, no, you're absolutely right. I'm misreading it on yeah. Wikipedia. Borders and Boundaries, you're right, is two epi- or two albums after this because it was that one came out in. 2000 it looks like yeah Ooh. i'm a big uh that's their fat records album i'm a big like fat yes. records fan so i kind what of is like fat records wait 
a record label. And actually, I think oh. we did that. I think we've done that album, and I'm just forgetting, Ramsey. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I think we did do Borders and Boundaries, and I'm speaking about it as though I've never spoken about Less Than Jake before. But I'm pretty sure we have literally an entire episode on it. But um, Is that true? <laughs> I think we did it. <laughs> I don't think we did if we're voting. But it's possible. <laughs> I mean, I think, you, I, think when, I think when this this song, when this album starts, you will probably go, oh, yeah, them, because they have a very distinct thing. I don't think it's, okay. you know. I mean, uh, may, it, maybe because I maybe it, it's not distinct if you don't listen to or haven't listened to a lot of third wave ska music, but um, uh, it is to me. I definitely am like, oh yeah, they have a sound. Like they really have a thing. I agree. We did okay. So we did borders and boundaries in August of 2019. Okay, nice. well, now we know. Um, All right. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that also feels like 20 years ago at this point. Correct. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was definitely my less than Jake album. And I like same, have very specific high school memories of listening to it in my friend Trevor's basement. I don't, what were we ever doing? Literally who knows? Trevor. But, <laughs> yeah. Trevor. Cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally, no, but I literally mean, I don't know what we were doing. I think we were just sitting there. Like we were just, <laughs> we would just hang out. His parents were never home. We would hang out in his basement, but like not do anything bad. We would, just I don't know what teenagers do. I think you just sit around. But um then I I'm not a big ska person. This is kind of the only ska I really recall actually enjoying. And then I didn't listen to them forever. And then I was at Fast One Year. Oh, also I do have a tattoo from Vinny's tattoo shop that I got at Fast One Year as well. Oh but, nice Vinny's um, the the drummer, or I guess very recently not the drummer, but yeah, historically yeah. the drummer. Um, but I, less than Jake was playing at the main stage one day and I was like, I'm going to go. That sounds fun. And it was the most fun show. Literally <laughs> inflatable dinosaur people were running around. Like it was so yeah, fun. It's fun as and shit. I was like, Ugh, I love this band. <laughs> it was just like the most enjoyable show I had been to in, you know, of the whole festival. And yeah, I just, I just enjoy them. And so I have not listened to this album in a really long time. So I'm definitely curious to go back to it. It's also because of the time I got into them around 2000, I definitely didn't, I don't know if I've ever had this full album. It was definitely like peak Napster. And so mm, like, I sure. know, like yes, I yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. know like Johnny quest thinks we're sellouts, but like, right. do I know this album front to back? I, I don't know. So that'll be interesting for me to explore as we go through as well. <laughs> so I, that pro- I probably know songs mislabeled or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have heard Johnny Quest's that song at some point just okay. from typing in random cartoons into Napster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was looking for the Johnny Quest theme song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to listen uh, to listen to in my headphones. You're probably not wrong that that's what I was doing. <laughs> Maybe the real adventures. I don't know. Okay. Um, based on your description, Jordan, uh, to put it into my wheelhouse, would this kind of be like the they might be giants of the ska world where they're sort of like still doing it as uh, older folks yeah. but yeah like- yeah no that's a i think that i mean i i uh, you'll be shocked you'll be you'll be agog <laughs> to know that uh, a guy who was into third wave ska also really likes they might be giants <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think there's there's some parallels out for sure and that they've i mean they might be giants have been just recording albums since since they've been a band, you know, with yeah. a few breaks and and yeah, and I also I think you know I think they might be giants are a band that like you know if you casually know who they are you kind of think they're a joke band like they're a Doctor Demento right style Weird Al type band but you know are actually they have some funny songs and they have a lot of weird stuff but also like are very good songwriters and you know like serious musicians so yeah i i think i think there's a there's a parallel there less than jake are like not you know they're not as cerebral i guess but they definitely <laughs> they're a little more like they're you know the 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 songwriting's from the gut you know it's mm. it, it's it's about you know it's about feeling trapped in your hometown it's about drinking too much it's about you know uh i I think there's a oh so in one of their most recent songs, uh, they have a, like a, an album coming out, and I listened to like the single from that mm-hmm. album that they you know put out for preview. And there's a line that goes like, "Oh God, what is it? It's so good. It's like it's so good for a, an example of a less than Jake lyric. It's like <laughs> I, 
I, oh, I need a chaser to swallow my pride. And I'm like, yep, that's it. That's All their right. whole, that's their whole thing. Uh, yeah, a kind of, you know, a kind of witty, a kind of sad wittiness, I think. Right. Okay. Like mixing metaphors, but uh, mixing alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like, you know, kind of like beautiful drunken loser type mm. characters in the songs. So, yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, something you said reminded me this is only tangentially related, but I feel like it's a meme I hadn't seen before quarantine of, um, I feel like I see it on TikTok a lot, but basically about, uh, how pop punk songs are all about people who, who like, they are scared they're going to get stuck in their hometown and how country songs are all about people who like love staying in their hometown. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a meme I've, I've really enjoyed lately. Yes. I think that is, uh, that is observant. And I love it both. I love both. Um, Heather? Okay. Yes, Ramsey. Show me the album art. I texted Thank it you. to you. <laughs> uh, breaking Uh-oh. the fourth wall, the, the Ramsey and I are not together, obviously. <laughs> I've definitely seen this Less Than Jake logo before. Yeah, because we don't... have done this band oh. on this show. <laughs> I refuse to believe you. I will not listen to that episode. Uh <laughs> Jordan, do you know okay. who did this art? Is this a cartoonist that uh, I would know? I, you or? know, I don't know anything about the album art. I do know that they have a little mascot guy that is not this guy, but that I mm. like a lot less than this guy. I think <laughs> this, uh, this whatever this character is who's getting hit with the horseshoe, he's kind of like a, um, how to describe it? He's kind of like... Uh, you know those like skateboard shirts with the like monster driving the hot rod? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> he kind of seems like he's from that school of of art a little bit, but yeah, anyways, if, if Matt if Matt Groening drew that hot rod guy, maybe. Yeah, he's definitely got a little uh, a little Simpsons uh, mm. a little Simpsons vibe. I think he's great. Um, know nothing about him. I have no information for you. I'm sorry. He looks like no, no. um, he looks like a drunk Grinch. Oh yeah, okay. sure. There's some Grinch in there. <laughs> um, yeah, he's 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 got bonked on the head with a horseshoe, which I think is a good, you know, like example of, you know, the kind of less than Jake imagery. The kind of like, you know, I don't know, like getting getting you know getting bonked by something that is also a good luck charm. I think right. is kind yeah. of a funny, you know, it's kind of the push pull that I think they like to write about. So. I I like this album art. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's very '90s for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm ready to hear this. All right, let's do it. Sorry, I missed the play button. <laughs> there we go. Less than Jake. I forgot that it started with that and that was like a like a very like visceral memory in my body hearing that introduction yeah so they i don't know too much about this little audio clip that they start with um but i think it's a it's like a it's like a it's like an old drunk from their hometown that everybody <laughs> liked he was kind of like their you know mascot so they had him do the do the intro to this and i think there's a secret track on this album where if you back it up it's this guy monologuing about something so oh. anyway uh, in the days of the secret track, remember that? Oh, that was yeah. a big uh, '90s thing. But now the rewinding hidden track—that is a, that. I feel like that's much more rare. Yeah, yeah, you do. You had to like rewind the first track. So um, huge, huge Easter egg. Huge thrill to find that. If you wanted yeah. to do that now, it would have to be like an augmented reality game or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With these millennials. So just reacting. Uh, so just reacting to the musicality uh-huh. of this, as people who who maybe have a have a hot and cold relationship with with ska, does this just annoy you at the top? <laughs> is this like, are you like, this is annoying? No. Okay. I I, I like, like it. This. Yeah. This is. I, uh, but I think I think for me it's the nostalgia though of it yeah. being less than Jake. Like I don't know why I give them a pass. But I do. <laughs> I think they get a pass because they're good. You know, I think there were yeah. so many bad versions of this, you know, and I think them. Yeah, I think the fact that they're good at this makes this fun to listen to. But th- th- there are like just shitty, annoying versions of this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, 
I got we've already done many Scott albums and I'm sure I've asked you this, Ramsey. What is what is like your general POV on Scott? Because it, it seems of, like something you would like more than me, inherently. <laughs> I think that's, like, true. It does feel okay. that way. I, it totally missed me at the time. Uh, yeah. And so I, I kind it got swirled together with, like, the swing revival in my mind. I, I they, don't think they, that's they were very close together. I mean, that's, yeah. okay. that's a couple months. Um, but because I wasn't listening to it at the time, I didn't have the nostalgia for it. Or I don't have the nostalgia for it. Um, I would say like it's more palatable to me listening to it now than like uh, Dashboard or something. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's it's like I think the happier tone to it is definitely a lot closer to what I was listening to at the time. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I do feel like. Uh, I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, Jordan. I feel like most of the sky was listening to at this time was Scott covers because that was also like the hottest yeah. shit in the year 2000. Oh, like- sure. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like the stuff that like people who, people who are, who find Scott annoying and goofy and, you know, <laughs> kind of regarded as this thing that didn't have any like artistic merits. Uh, I think that's what they think of. And they think of yeah. like, a bunch of guys in Hawaiian shirts like covering take on me you know yeah <laughs> I will say the the vocal tone is a bit more punky than I expect from yeah. Scott yeah and they definitely have some and they definitely have like you know a lot of just straight up punk songs that don't have horns or kind of use the horns very sparingly some things that kind of sound a little more like a Blink-182 or a NoFX um, and I think they're good at that too. I think I like that mode for them. So, um, and yeah, but you'll hear a couple of those on this album. So, were you saying this one is on Fat Wreck or Borders? Uh, I think, was? Oh, yeah, Borders was. I think Borders yeah. is on Fat Wreck. And then, what is this and, one on? Oh, I don't know. Oh, this was just Capital. No, this okay. was oh, wow. just a major. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they they made a couple of little major label albums. Yeah. I think they have. I think they're one that if for some reason you're like, I want to, I want to learn more about Less Than Jake. Uh, <laughs> visit your local library. That's um, right. If if after this people are like, oh, I'm interested, uh, they have a Warner Brothers album called Anthem that is fucking spectacular. It is very polished. Like this has mm-hmm. some, you know, this has a lot of lo-fi, you know, charm to it. I think. Yeah, I agree. But they, their album uh, Anthem is a like album that they recorded with you know Green Day's producer in a you know uh, Jesus in a yeah and I think the same studio that um, Incubus recorded in so oh. it's very <laughs> polished but it's it's really good and it's a really good like uh, it's a really good like example of how they kind of like grew with the times and you know tried something new that worked so. That's interesting because I'm I'm looking at I don't really know that album because I feel like after Borders and Boundaries I was just like hard out. Borders and, and Boundaries so, is great, and I under like if that's a that's a good one album of theirs to be into. I think. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you're curious, anthems anthems awesome. But I'm also dying right now because it says um, on Borders and Boundaries they toured with Newfound Glory and Anti Flag, which I'm like it, that I would die to see that tour right uh, now. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like an amazing tour. I would to die to see two thirds of that tour right now. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I don't know which one because it could be any. <laughs> uh, I, I do not. I do not love Newfound Glory. I think Newfound Glory is it. Uh, I think Newfound Glory annoys me in the way that I think Scott oh, annoys most and people. And that's super fair. I uh, stand Newfound Glory like deeply I, in my heart of hearts. Hey, but I'm here for a safe. Also, this is a safe space. This is a very safe space. <laughs> <laughs> but I also understand like how you were saying about this, Ben, like understanding that how they're annoying. I understand why people would be like, ugh, ah, this is grating. I cannot do this. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, it is all the cliches of pop punk genre that like people find grading but i just love in my in my soul (laughs) sure no no absolutely and it probably you know you're it sounds like you're a couple years younger than i am so this was probably like they were probably right in your sweet spot exactly i remember remember seeing them at our all ages venue newfound glory and being like fuck this this will never get popular (laughs) and then it just got popular (laughs) like two months later (laughs) 
I mean, still, Not- a lot of their popularity also came off of a fucking cover album as well, weirdly. Oh, yeah? They have, um, they have, well, now they have two, but they have an entire album of covers. It was, like, called uh, From the Screen to the Stereo. Okay. That was, like, so popular in, like, yeah. the year 2001. And it was, like, yeah, like, the same time everyone was, like, obsessed with me first in the Gimme Gimme's and shit. I don't know why oh, we're so obsessed yeah. with covers. Sure. Like... <laughs> I think it's just like it's an easy way to get in. You know, it's a it's, it's a little daunting to say like I know you've never heard of this band, but listen to this all yeah. the way through. But it's such yeah. an easy like way to introduce a band or a music to somebody. It's like hey, you know, you know, Country Roads. Here's a skate yeah. punk version of it. What if the Titanic song was fast? Right. Yes. They have what a cover if? of that one. What <laughs> if? The only one I know. Yep. <laughs> I also feel like for me at that time, with like being into all those cover songs, it was like peak burning seat and like mix CDs. And so it would be right. like always oh, fun yeah. to sneak yeah. a little cover song at the end of a burnt CD you were making for someone. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I'm kind of only, I'm, you know, I so I graduated high school in 2000, so I kind of like, you know, s- stopped getting into new stuff around then. Sure. Uh, but yeah. I'm kind of aware that there was those um, pop goes punk albums that I think were big for the kind of Taking Back Sunday, Newfound Glory, My Chemical Romance style that became popular in early 2000s. Anyway. Yeah, I I don't, I feel like maybe we did one of those on this podcast. We did the first one, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, We've done too many episodes. I can't remember anything we've done. Um, yeah, those are okay. They're not my, like I always liked like one or two songs off of them, but it was always the band I already really liked. So yeah. it was those were never my super favorite thing because I yeah I feel like those were a little later and I did find them some of them very cheesy and like there's one that was uh, I think we talked about on the episode Punk Goes Crunk, which is <laughs> oh, in the no. year 2020 has <laughs> oh, to be <no. laughs> it has to be so cringy Whoops. to listen to it now. <laughs> we're gonna do that. that episode at some point, right? Yeah, it's, we it's have gonna to. Be yeah. It's gonna be bleak. I mean, uh, I can see how you, I can see how you come up with the idea for that. I understand yes. it's very one to one, but uh, <laughs> it's maybe something where you just have the idea and don't actually do it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we not can... having pop punk lead singers rapping. Go on, yeah, crazy. maybe not. Too <laughs> I, I just wanted to break in to say we could be on track two or track nineteen, and I can't tell. <laughs> Yeah, it's samey. And I, I listen I, in in advance of doing this. I listen to it front to back, and I am like, this is a very samey album. And I think in in general, I think they later on in their career got good about mixing it up and mixing the tempos and the styles. But yeah, this has this has you know, you know, this has one one prominent flavor and some <laughs> hints of some other notes. But this is this is this is this. You know, I thought and, we were on the second song. Ramsey, we're on the fifth song. Yeah. Holy holy. <laughs> it's short. It's very short. It's about half an hour. Are the songs all like two minutes or so? Or yes. less. Yeah. Oh, two wow. minutes or less. Which also, that is, okay, because when I opened the album, I was like, wow, 16 songs. Is that right? Like, one to make sure there wasn't like bonus tracks or something that I was going to get wrong. It's just 16 short ass <laughs> songs. Yeah. There, there's oh a lot God. of tracks. Yeah, and they all, 35 yeah. minutes. Wow. <laughs> Is the Johnny I, Quest one the big one from this? I, yeah, so I think there's Johnny think Quest so. things for sellouts, and there's uh, oh, okay. Well, I think this is a good a good uh, segue to talk about one of their things. Uh, so there's Johnny Quest things for sellouts. There's uh, Jen doesn't like me anymore. There's how's my driving, Doug Hastings. So a thing they do is they just write they write a lot of songs about guys they know, and in one case, a girl they know. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a lot of just like songs about local yokels in their neighborhood. Uh, yeah, there's one called Just Like Frank on this later on. It's like, who's Frank? You know, so there's a lot of like, you know, this probably means something to their group of friends. Yeah. But, right. You have I, to like figure out who's the Johnny Quest in my life. You know, yeah. there's a lot of that. I feel like Dope Man was pretty big too. Yeah, I think there's a video for Dope Man. I think that was maybe oh, on yeah. like 120 minutes, you know, on MTV. Um, yeah, D- Dope Man was a very funny song for me as a, um, you know, Orange County teen who never really did anything bad. It's a song sure. about like hmm. 
the psychology of a drug dealer, and it's like, you could do this or get a minimum wage job, but isn't this kind of freedom, dealing drugs? You know, there's that. Sure. I know, very, you know, seems very hack to say that when you're an adult, but as as a teen, I was like, whoa, yeah, I mean, drugs have been vilified to me my whole life, but... Maybe there is. Maybe you can empathize with people who have drug you problems. You at the wire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this was oh, origi- yeah. this was originally the, the Wire's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it because I, I feel like it's the same thing. I was like, not like a goody two shoes, but I was a f- I didn't do anything bad. Like, yeah. I just didn't even know how to. But I was like, yeah, like the most bad thing I did was listen to music about doing drugs and like become like a socialist from listening to rage against the machine basically right. like that's the <laughs> that's the most extreme thing i did growing up i know and i this like is this is a new song oh sorry yes. go ahead. oh so this is johnny quest thinks for sellouts yes oh, okay here maybe we do we, we want to like listen to a little bit and see if you guys this sparks any teen memories for you it absolutely does and yes <laughs> so this, this is, is like about about where I deleted the song. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, it's one of these. (laughs) It is, um, it's like about one of their fans who thinks they sold out, who makes fun of them for selling out, which I think is a guy we all knew in our local music scene, the guy who created the bands. So, you know. But yeah. I love, I like, I really love this. (laughs) I love it too. I think it fucking rules. Yeah. I'm enjoying this more now. Yes, I will say. (laughs) But yeah, very like, you know, very ska 1996. Although I think this was, this is a re-record of, I think this song appears on one of their earlier albums and this is like a re-record of it, Um, which is a fact that may or may not be interesting to anyone. (laughs) Whatever. That's what this podcast is for. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) um, Did you have any bands that you liked growing up that you eventually were like, this band's a sellout. I don't like them anymore. I mean, I think I, I think it took me, it took me a while to warm to like Green Day because Uh I think when, by the time I was getting into like music, people had already, Green Day and Bad Religion and those types of bands were always like, oh, well, these are the fucking corporate sellout bands and they suck and they can never play Gilman Street, uh, a place I've never been, but (laughs) for some reason, you know, uh, so yeah, I think uh, so. I think th- I, it was kind of the reverse to me. I had to like kind of, you know, I had to, uh, I I had to kind of learn that hey, you know, it's not shitty for a band to want to make money and yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, the music is still good and it might sound a little different, but you should listen, you know. So I think I I was kind of the opposite. I think I maybe didn't admit to myself that I loved Green Day until you know a little bit later on in high school. So. Interesting. We just um, listened I'm, to American Idiot for the yeah. first time. <laughs> oh man, I uh, <laughs> my my, I I actually rough. love. I don't. That's when I stop liking Green Day. I think I think American Idiot is kind of embarrassing. Um, uh, c- can confirm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about our take. Yeah, I love Warning. Most of the, Check oh, out the, yeah. the album before All that. Right. Warning, I think is very good. Anyway. To be fair, we spent most of the time Googling images of the Broadway musical and just me getting upset about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the, that, speaking of embarrassing, the, the outfit, the punk out, the, Oof, the Broadway yeah, version yeah. of punk outfits was truly, truly something to be seen. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, especially because I didn't grow up in a major city. I don't feel like I had any, A, none of my local bands got big so you know none of them (laughs) they wish they could have sold out but um so i feel like not growing up near a major city i didn't really have any bands that were like oh like this is my little baby band that i've like seen come up with so i feel like the idea of a band being a seller i found out about them when they sold out so right yeah (laughs) not really a good rep like green day like i didn't know what gilman was until i was like in college (laughs) right was not I'm still, an I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. Gil, uh, Gilman Street, a famous uh, Bay Area all ages venue, were like, you know, were like, um, you know, very like credible punk ethos where a lot of those types of 90s bands got their start. Your Rancids, your No Effects's, uh, all played Gilman Street. If, so if Less Than Jake made a Purple Rain, that's the club that they would be in. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, 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 it kick started your career. Um, did you get to see this band live? 
back yeah, in the I, day? I saw them a couple times in high school, and I what did I? Oh, I had a job. Um, one of my early show business jobs was doing like um, uh, field pieces for a TV network that's not around anymore that specialized in skateboarding and snowboarding. So hmm. naturally, we had what? to do. Yeah, <laughs> that was, was a channel. <laughs> Yeah, it was How called. Did I not it was called it? Fuel TV. Uh, it, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so we had to do warped tour segments every year. I worked there for Got about it. five years, and we had to do a warped tour segment every year. Um, and I remember seeing Less Than Jake at the warped tour in like 2006, and going like, "Yep, still got it." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this song too. Um, if it starts out with a little. Uh, found recording of an acapella group uh i like this new sound yeah <laughs> wow yeah. they're really branching out <laughs> that is up your alley uh this one's called never going back to new jersey Ooh, good advice yeah i guess i kind of thought they were from new jersey for a while i feel like um, they could be yeah Uh, this is embarrassing to admit, but I realize that this sound right here immediately makes me think of montages on, like, TGIF shows. Like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> right, if she, right. This is her uh, trying on dresses for the prom, and her yeah. friends give the thumbs up and the thumbs down. <laughs> they, I, they, this must have been my first exposure to Ska, is all I can think. Yeah, I mean, it, defi- it definitely yeah, kind that of feels like right. Yeah, it definitely kind of like it, I feel like it kind of when it stopped being a you know up and coming underground music scene, it just got absorbed into like Nickelodeon and mm-hmm. com- toy commercials and stuff like that. I think the Toasters do the theme mm-hmm. song to a Nickelodeon show at some point. Anyway, so yeah, I think that this kind of pep was very suited to, you know, uh, you know, uh, Twix commercials. <laughs> well, it's funny too, though, because I, I think that like it feels like it is appropriate there, but then like to the conversation we were having earlier, like some of the songs are just like content-wise not appropriate for right, that, right. but it just yeah. like sounds so happy. That, yeah, yeah, I know. It's it, it is like lyrically these are these are punk rock songs, mm-hmm. you know, um, but they just have this like. You know, the horns and the, you know, kind of peppy rhythms uh, kind of, yeah, kind of make it seem like it's less serious than it is. (laughs) Yeah. And and I think like to, you know, to its detriment as well, because I think that's also why people think it's a joke sometimes and don't understand that like the songwriting is actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. uh, did you had you seen them live before Fest, or was that the first time you had seen them live? I think I've also seen them on Warp Tour, but I think I've only ever seen them on like festivals. I don't think I ever saw them just like on their own. I think, yeah, I feel like I feel like I actually probably saw them at Warp Tour in Jersey. Yeah, um, those liars. <laughs> yeah, I I can't I I, uh, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I feel like probably highly likely that it was that one um because that actually would have been around i don't know um but yeah this is one is about uh breaking and entering this is a song about <laughs> it's a song about someone uh wondering whether or not they should do a breaking uh, a b and e and it kind of getting into the mind of a person who would do that and them kind of like, well, this is my only option in my shitty town. Um, anyway. Yeah, and it says, fuck Doug. <laughs> Who's Doug? He's just some guy they know. <laughs> you wow. Know? Well, my screenplay for Ska Heist is in the works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I is it- Wait, isn't there a movie? There's a, there's a heist movie called just like Heist, right? With Martin uh, Lawrence. Oh, I don't know. Hold on. I know. I know. There, there's a movie called Tower Heist with yeah. Ben Stiller and Eddie Murphy that uh, I remember kind of oh, enjoying Murphy, when I saw not it. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I um, have never seen that movie except one time I was at a bar in Boston 
and like went there for dinner and then we went to a show and we went back both times Tower Heist was playing and so I've seen the entirety of that movie without um without sound on without sound and so I've made up the entire plot line myself and so I'm just never gonna watch it I mean I think I got the gist but um I mean it has the benefit of having a very descriptive title yep that's true I saw something on Netflix recently called Money Heist what? Isn't that most heists? Yeah, right. I mean, I guess you could heist cars or gold, but you—you—that they're essentially yeah. you're you're selling them for money. Isn't, yes, I think that might confirm that there is a movie called Heist because otherwise, I think you there is. I think there's a. I think there's a David Mamet movie called Heist. Uh, money Heist is apparently Spanish, is what I'm learning right now. Oh. Okay. Then why is it? In English, <laughs> I'm confused. I have a lot of questions about this now. You know, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix. That it is sure is. True. Netflix sure has a lot of options. <laughs> if you're looking for options, yeah. they've got them. I think this is about it. This is another song about a guy. Oh, just like Frank. Yep. Just there you go. Good old Frank. The last one was about Doug, and this song is about Frank. Oh, my God. I think you met, earlier you said that there was a song on this album called How's My Driving, Doug? It was that, that was the last one. Was called yeah, How's My Driving, Doug Hastings? Oh, yep. it was that same Doug. Okay. I wasn't yep. sure if there was double Dougs on this album. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's the Doug song. <laughs> okay. It would take them two albums to write another song about Doug. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a, uh, you know, we, we were talking about albums to do. I was maybe mulling over doing a NoFX album. Uh, they're, you know, uh, a, a favorite band of mine from high school that I kind of mm-hmm. still follow. Um, <laughs> we were uh, in our emails alluding to <laughs> maybe they're a little problematic to talk about sometimes. And oh. maybe this is a little more straight up fun. Um but NoFX also does a lot of songs about guys that they know um, <laughs> that you just like have to try and figure out who they were and you know what they <laughs> what they represent. So anyway, I kind of like that. Uh, I like that punk songwriting convention a lot. I do too because I feel like also every, like anyone who came up in a local scene, like you had a lot of guys. Like there was like the guy who did this, the guy who yeah, did that, and exactly. every scene was slightly different. Uh, and you're going into bars to play shows, I assume. There's going to be a bunch of townies there. Yeah, for it, sure. I mean, it depends. My, our, our local shows were not at bars because they were all ages. So it was like uh, a basement under a pet shop, a skate park, uh, out of business Chinese buffet. Uh, <laughs> right, right. BFW halls, uh, American legions, all, all of all of these things. I probably didn't go to a bar show till I was 18. I don't think. Yeah, I feel we, like I couldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to. I don't think. Yeah, I, I. It took me a while to have gone to. There was like a couple of bar shows that, like, and I, I you know, and again, I am a, I, I, I did not do hardly anything bad in high school. Um, so yeah, so I certainly didn't have a fake ID. But there were a couple no. places that had shows that didn't card. And a couple places where you had to like get an X on your hand if you weren't drinking. So yeah, oh, right. I, but bar they shows could, were were rare for do me the too. X's. But yeah, straight up bar shows was still. I do remember my dad took me to a show once at the Haunt in Ithaca, mm. uh, and he had to stand in the back and deal with it. Uh, right. I, I must have been really young because I I must have been like fifteen or sixteen because I don't even know if I could have driven. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, most of our shows were just like all ages shows in the just like weird ass DIY spaces that were wildly not up to code and very unsafe. Sure, but, yeah. But to that point, like with having a, the guys, there was like there was always like some guy who was drunk in the parking lot, like who are you just like where did you even get alcohol? You're 15. Like what is happening? <laughs> who are your parents? Etc. Um, yeah. I hadn't thought about it. I guess my first run of shows were all at local colleges yeah, and a ha- like a handful at the local amusement park that also did <laughs> was, it, uh, what, was it a Six Flags? It eventually became a Six Flags but that sort of thing, yeah. Wait, but it's a Six Flags again, did you know that, Ramsey? 
I did just learn that, yeah, that they divorced and then yep. rekindled their romance. That seems nice. insane. That's seems nice. Insane. Um, oh, shout out to Darien Lake, where I where I have seen a warp tour also, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. They had a warp? I didn't know that. Yeah, the upstate warp tour was at Darien Lake, usually. I do. I feel like I have talked to people who, like, their first shows were at Six Flags. Like, Six Flags oh. would have bands. And yeah. That was it, it, that was like a venue to people growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the uh, the formerly Six formerly and current Six Flags near where <laughs> actually near where Ramsey grew up, still like hours away from where I grew up, was um they had like a huge outdoor amphitheater. Like my parents go there to see like whatever the fuck band my parents are going to see in modern day um but Fog it's hat. huge yeah. I, honestly my <laughs> the, parents they would the, te- the temptations but there's no original temptations nope. in the band <laughs> yeah the temptations grandsons right <laughs> oh i know I, I was i bought them tickets to it recently they went and saw joan jet and heart at that amphitheater oh that's fucking hmm. that that sounds fun as shit yeah, yeah. bottom tickets. I'm a great wow, daughter. That's nice. That's really <laughs> nice of you. That um, feels like the coolest legacy act you could do, probably. Yeah. Feels, I mean, yeah, I would go to that. That seems yeah. good. Oh wait, actually, I know what it was. I'm not even that good of a daughter. It was I got <laughs> it with you know when you we all got like a million free Ticketmaster tickets, but none of us could actually use them. Oh yeah. I was able to get two tickets with them to this random ass venue in upstate New York that I gave to my parents for <laughs> Hart and Joan Jet. That nice. was the only thing I was able to use them for. Thank you, class action suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So this is this is one of the rare songs. They're about a guy songs that is a, about a about a woman. Uh, it's called Jen doesn't like <laughs> me anymore. Yeah, and they don't do a ton of dating relationship songs, but this is just about a uh, about a hard to pen down romance. Um, anyway, I kind of like this one, um, and it, I remember. Um, this is, th- I think this is a song that would get people into Less Than Jake. And I knew, I remember driving around with a Mormon friend um, mm-hmm. who, and there's a lyric, Jen, she doesn't fucking like me anymore. And she sang, she do- and no, she did, she sang, she doesn't something like me anymore. <laughs> so she wanted to sing, but also would replace the fucking with something. <laughs> so I can. I can if there's any that. religious teens out there and you want to sing along to your favorite song. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, and this is kind of like this is this is kind of them in the Blink 182 mode of, you know, more more traditional power chordy pop punk. Oh yeah, that's true. There's like even like the any horns are buried. Uh, those and there's those longer woes, mm-hmm. which sound a bit more mourning in a way. Yeah, I do think they have a they have a female vocalist on this uh, oh. that is harmonizing. Um, so yeah, so they typically have kind of two lead singers. They typically kind of go back and forth between the guitarist and the bass player. Uh, they have very similar voices. <laughs> a little hard to like. <laughs> uh, another, they might be Giants parody. A little bit hard to tell when uh, one is singing versus the other one. Right. Uh, yeah. If you're not a super fan. Um, oh, wait, so. less than. Or, I'm sorry. They might be Giants has two lead singers. Oh, Heather. Yeah. This you explains. Want Heather. <laughs> this explains why you're so obsessed with that, Ramsey. When okay, so whenever there's bands with two singers on the show, <laughs> Ramsey's always trying to figure out who's who. Oh, I, we never, uh, we I sh- never know. Uh, we should have led with that. Maybe he would have been, <laughs> been more interested. It always happens that I then try to like pick which one is the better one. She, and she picks sides. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm they more might of be a John- Linnell guy. It makes sense. I'm a Linnell guy too. Nothing against <laughs> Flansburg, but I just think no, Linnell, at Linnell is more consistent, a little more brainy, mm-hmm. a little less, uh, a little less prone to doing the like cute stuff. Um, exactly, which right. is part of what makes they might be giants fun. But I, I just kind of I prefer the other I prefer the other mode, you know. But you need them both. I you need them both. Say. Absolutely, would not want to would not want to go to a they might be giants show with only one of the Johns. They're both named John. They're both yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh for my well. God. John and John uh, in the band in the band of Dan's. Their whole yeah. their backing band used to be all guys named Dan. This is the whitest band I've ever heard of. Yeah, in my life. I know. 
Well, you're wow. the one doing the punk rock podcast, okay? There's going to be a lot of white guys, right? I, I, it is, it's correct. Listen, we can do a Fishbone album if you want me to come back in a year. <laughs> I'm going to cut Happy out the part Happy to do where a Slater Kenny a... album, but... <laughs> Uh, you saying that there was a female vocalist is just disqualifying for this show. <laughs> <laughs> a woman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, all, our entire show lineup is all white men and then Paramore. <laughs> That's uh, it. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, Paramore. Ay, ay, ay. I've tried. What, we did a Rilo Kylie album. Not the best punk, we but did? I just love Jenny Lewis. Or, didn't we? Uh, I think yeah. we did. We did. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'd come great. back Ooh. for I'd come back for a Slater Kenny. I'd come back for an L seven. I'd come back for a Safe Ferris if you guys wanted. Okay. All right. This is I'll I'll add you I'll add you to our second guest queue. Thank I, you. <laughs> I actually saw L seven recently uh, at a racetrack in New Jersey last cool. summer. I said, That's I said fun. recently, and I made recently. Yeah, like, I know it's all you know relative. in the past life. Right. Uh, with Rancid and Whoa. oh my God, who else was on that show? I feel like bad religion that just feels right. I don't know. This is indicating to me that I have no idea what L7 sounds like. This (laughs) list of names. They're a little, they are kind of a pre-pop punk boom grunge band. Oh, okay. Um, There's a great documentary about L7 called, oh gosh, what is it called? Pretend I'm Dead, I think is Mm. what it's called. I don't know. Um, It is... And, you know, the story of them is, like, they were this very credible, like, L.A. punk scene band who just, like, just kind of didn't get famous, you know? Like, could have and, you know, uh, you know, and they kind of were on the cusp of it, but it kind of never happened for them. And kind of that's the story of the thing is them, like, kind of thinking they're going to get famous and then it not really happening and it's all this Mm. archival stuff. And there's a great, God, there's a fucking great scene of them maybe they're playing Lollapalooza mm-hmm. and it's them kind of watching from the side of the stage as young Green Day is on like fucking oh, 19 wow. year old Green Day and you just see them see them clocking this and going like well yep this is next sorry like <laughs> this is this is the next fucking five years of music you know cause they you know young Green Day is so like they, I mean yeah you can kind of tell like oh this yeah. is the next thing so anyway that's an insane thing to like film. That's awesome. Yeah, it's neat. It's they. I guess they, you know, when they were a band, they they taped everything. You know, kind of mm-hmm. a pre-social media day. They always had like a camcorder around. So there's a lot of great archival stuff. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's, cool. a, that's a great watch if you're a fan of them. Interesting. Also, I found it. It was Rancid, Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, and L7 was the show I went to. Oof, yeah. I want to see four-fifths of that show. <laughs> <laughs> it was also a craft beer festival at the same time. It was a cool. lot of things wow. at once. <laughs> that sounds fun. On, yeah, on a weird racetrack in New Jersey. It was very odd. Whatever. It was fun. Um, yeah. I'm mm. uh, my one of my, like... My quarantine rewatch is the Sopranos, or not rewatch, I guess, because I've never seen it before. But I'm watching The Sopranos for the first time, mm. and uh, I just really want to visit New Jersey. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's what the show is supposed to do, but I just want to go so bad. I mean, New Jersey's fine. It gets a bad rap. It's fine. Like I really love Asbury. Um, I've spent lots of time in New Jersey. I actually <laughs> am not a New Jersey hater. Um, it's fine. I mean, I don't think it's really like The Sopranos most of the time, but <laughs> right. But I don't know. Actually, I've never watched The Sopranos either. I've started it a hundred times and never finished it. That was kind of me. I, I, I oh, wait. Had... It's sorry. It went to a new album. We were done. We're done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was it. I don't know that how to make than Spotify streak. Not autoplay. Um, dang, that really was the fastest sixteen songs. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Wow, uh, Ramsey. Seconds ago, I want your thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I just had an epiphany, and I, when I say okay. just, it, I this literally just dawned on me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> this is an album filled with songs about guys from yes. a band that's named after some guy. Oh, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> that who's Jake? Who's Jake? <laughs> Like Jake's not in this band because this is less than Jake. Yes. Oh. Wow. This is, Shit. Are they aspiring to be Jake? I don't know. Or have they just accepted that they are Ooh. less than him? Maybe. 
Do you think Jake's uh, like the popular like jock at school? Could be. <laughs> could be. I don't know. I don't I don't know. know. <laughs> also, I just looked at the track list and saw that one of those songs was called Rock and Roll Pizzeria. And I will kick myself if I don't. <laughs> I just, no. I, I love that. And I bet it's next to the Rock and Roll High School. <laughs> oh yeah rock and roll pizzeria is a good song i don't think it is about that it has the it, uh, speaking of like kind of great lyrics that i think like kind of sum up the band i think that has the lyric uh i got one hand on the wheel the other out the window with a smile on my face and my middle finger up two three four it's fucking <laughs> rad it's <That's, laughs> i do love that i do like that a lot yeah it's the greatest like that's the greatest like 90s you know pop punk like <laughs> lyric i just fucking love it and they go two three four after it which that's per- um, I, I, I love a count up that is love like a, a count fact. up yeah so that's right rock and roll pizza is a good song i think that's a ramones thing i think that's like uh, okay one two three four the drummer would always do cj aren't they in rock and roll high school is that their movie yeah that's like about they're kind of like the idea is that all the kids are like the ramones are coming and i don't think that's high school students liked the ramones at that time <laughs> i think that's a weird uh roger corman thing but um <laughs> rock and roll high school fucking rules the song and movie Fair enough. Probably I, has some problematic shit in it. Uh, I'll just go ahead and guess. From, from Roger Corman? Yes, I know. <laughs> a, a Roger Corman movie from the 70s? No. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this. And the the kind of bite-sized songs is maybe the perfect way to get me to listen to a band and enjoy them. Uh, even if there was sort of a sameness to them, Um <laughs> oh my god i remember george clooney on dateline nbc for some reason when er was coming out okay. and he, there was a quote from him saying like well if you don't like what's happening on the show just wait a couple minutes it'll cut to the other operating room uh, <laughs> i don't know why that's still <laughs> taking up space in my brain but that's it's like kind of like it's kind of george clooney dicking on his own show yeah, <laughs> right like, what speaking of rewatches i went home recently and my mom has been rewatching er and i was oh, just yeah. like oh Okay, mom, just uh, like all fucking 15 seasons or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, she started three marches ago. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I also, Ramsey, I know you're going to go back and listen to Rock and Roll Pizzeria independently. Like you're going to go back to that. Yeah, you should. Everybody yeah. should. Everybody, everyone <laughs> listening, if you're going to, I think maybe that's my one song from the album I would recommend. It might okay. be my favorite one. Okay. Um. Yeah, this it's. I don't think I've ever listened to this album front to back is what I learned. And, mm-hmm. you know, as uh, teased at the beginning, I never had this whole album, but I know, I know a lot of the individual songs. Um, they're just such a fun band, even like not knowing all the individual songs. So fun. Like, I, I don't know how you listen to this and not like it personally. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even love Scott. And I love this album. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a band that you, listen to regularly outside of your running playlist jordan yeah you know they've kind of like they've kind of wormed their way back into my brain via the running playlist yeah. so yeah i definitely listen to them when i'm when i run and i definitely I, you know i kind of like i i kind of like visiting their post 2000 period a lot yeah. and like trying to find new songs for the playlist um so yeah no i definitely am kind of having a little uh a little resurgence with less than jake much in the same way your uh childhood amusement park is having a <laughs> resurgence with six flags the six flags I brand i guess yeah um well thank you so much for doing this this yeah, was super fun. Was really fun thanks for having me um where can our listeners find you uh, yeah, I uh, I do a chat podcast every week called uh, Jordan Jesse Go. It's not about anything in particular, but we have uh, cool people as guests and goof around for a couple hours every week. Uh, that's at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, I co-wrote a graphic novel that is coming out uh, next year. Uh, it's called Bubble. It is a sci-fi comedy about a bunch of hipsters who live in a domed city and have to fight monsters uh, as part of the gig economy. It's, um, you know, kind of Buffy inspired. (laughs) Um, And that is coming out next summer, but uh, you can pre-order it now. Um, Awesome. It's a a big help to pre-order books for the people who write books. So if it sounds cool, uh, you can get that at your, uh, you know, any any e-commerce sites that you buy books (laughs) at, or uh, better yet, call your local indie bookstore. They'll pre-order it for you. Yeah. And I'll just say, (laughs) I don't want to step on that. That's important as well. But if you haven't listened to the 
podcast that Bubble is based on. It's awesome and has all your favorite people doing voices in it too. So make sure you check that out as well. Yeah, it's based on a based on a uh, scripted podcast. Uh, I think you can enjoy both of them independently from each other. But uh, if you love the podcast, I think you're really going to love the graphic novel. Uh, so yeah, it's called Bubble and it's around. Awesome. Uh, Ramsey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ramsey ESS, and that'll take you to everything you want from me. <laughs> Heather, how about you? <laughs> I don't know what happened. You, you just break. Yeah, uh, I just find- uh, shut down. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, reboot. Uh, you can find me at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E, uh, same thing on all the internet things. Um, leave us a review. Uh, check out our playlist on our website. Um, all of our <laughs> social media is right there at the website. It is. It's waiting for you. <laughs> it's, it's actively waiting for you. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Bye. Bye.